Desert Dwellers, you've made it to Gaming in the Desert, our weekly Nintendo podcast. Hope you're all staying cool. I'm your host, KC, and tonight my co-host is the all-knowing, all-seeing, master concoctor of the Mystic Desert Juice, Mr. Luke. How you doing, man? Hey, Casey. I'm doing great. I'm drinking my cactus juice right now. Haven't been doing any better. Time to talk about some games. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Hey, the music you just heard is from Halberd. He's an amazing musician and content creator. Please check him out on YouTube at youtube.com slash halberdgamers. Gaming in the Desert is a weekly podcast focusing on Nintendo platforms, but we show love to all platforms. And we will be showing some love to the PlayStation 5 tonight. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash desertlevelgaming and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash desertlevelkc. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at desertlevelgaming. We've got a great show planned for you tonight. We're going to be talking about some Nintendo discounts. That's right, we're going to be saving you guys some money. Capcom also has their own deep discounts on the Resident Evil series, which we'll also be talking about. We're going to be talking about where you can find a Nintendo Switch currently online or in person and uh the ever-present and highly controversial topic of the nintendo ambassador program and as i said before we're going to be talking a little big news ps5 had their big release of information this week and uh we're very pumped up and excited for it so with that sit back grab a cool beverage crank that ac because unfortunately tucson is on fire right now literally yeah it's pretty bad it you can you see it from your house oh yeah 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 unfortunately i can't it's a it's very sad um but uh let's get into the show so starting off today we've got discounts 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 so as you know we're all stuck inside we've been playing a lot of video games lately um, like I mentioned earlier, Tucson is, is, uh, we've got a kind of a big wildfire going on in the, uh, in the mountains, which is, uh, which is awful. Absolutely awful. But we, we do have these, uh, once in a while because of lightning strikes, but Nintendo has, uh, taken that and everything else in it into, uh, into account and has given us some discounts on some games. So Luke, I don't know if you've seen the eShop lately, but, uh. There are some great games here, and actually one we were talking about last week, playing with the wifeys, Overcooked 2 is 40% off. Yeah, that, I mean, there's there's a whole slew of games that are off, uh, have a, a significant price off right now, and Overcooked 2 is on there. I think I saw um, Mario Party. And I saw Mario Tennis on there. Overcooked Two would be a really good one to to, to nab up right now. Is that, what, what's your top uh, recommendation to buy right now? Because I haven't looked at all of them, but so, I figure there's some that you have your eye on. I'm definitely gonna get Overcooked so we can play it. That's that's top of the list right now. Uh, I did pick saving up, me some money there. Yes, yeah, I'll save you some money because you already got the first one. Thank so you. I figure I'll get the second one and then we can. Uh, I'll bring the switch over. You can bring the switch over, and, and we'll. I appreciate that. Absolutely sweet. And then um, the other one that is at the top of my list right now that I haven't bought is Astral Chain. Uh, even though it's only twenty percent off right now, it's still at about forty seven ninety nine, which is you know forty eight bucks basically. 
Uh, it just looks absolutely gorgeous. It, um, it the, the art style is amazing. The story looks just amazingly weird. So I think I'm going to catch that one. I also just picked up a game called Firewatch, which I have always wanted to play. It's It's been out for a while. It's actually been out for, I don't know, the better part of it, about two years now. But it um, it looked like a very interesting game. You play a, a person that is... Um, in charge of looking out for for wildfires which is um extremely relevant and and again i keep on bringing up the topic but but uh the the wildfire thing is just just killing me man i mean uh, not just uh not just like with the smoke inhalation and everything but just just seeing the the mountain on fire i i'm a i'm a huge uh, advocate of of the outdoors and i love love going out there but uh Seeing it on fire right now is just just really really tough. And Luke, actually, I think you could probably see it a little bit better from your house, can't you? Yeah, we we actually took a stroll down the neighborhood last night and we saw it just glowing. It's it's almost kind of sad. We were like almost like watching fireworks, looking at it in awe, like, well, that's cool. But yeah, it's really sad. It, um, although I mean, it's not all bad. I mean, out of out of fire is born new life, but uh, you you got to make sure it's contained. So I, I heard that they were actually pre-burning some of the um, outskirts of the mountain so that there wasn't anything for the fire to uh, uh, continue burning and get into town so that everyone would uh, stay safe and, and all that. So it's kind of interesting how they how they do that. Um, but yeah, yeah, hopefully they get that under control soon. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, so I thought Firewatch was kind of an appropriate game. It's a, it's a little bit of a psychological thriller, Um uh, and and I'm looking really forward to jumping into it and, and playing it in its entirety. And that only cost me $5.99. So I highly recommend that. But uh, Overcooked 2 looks really good. Doom is half off right now. Uh, Mario Plus Rabbids, which I'm doing a, a playthrough on YouTube on, is uh, is currently 50% off, which is, uh, which is great. Because I, I believe you played through that game too, right, Luke? Mario and Rabbids, you said? Yeah. So that was the one where you uh, take turns. Yeah, with okay. Yeah, you have like the Luigi Rabbit and the Mario Rabbit, and then you have your like little blasters. I got that game when it first came out, which I think was now over two years ago. Yep. It was one of the first games on the Switch. So yep. I'm actually trying to rack my my memory, trying to remember exactly how the game went. But it was really good. I beat it relatively quickly, which. Um, Maybe goes to show how uh, how fun it was. Um, although uh, it's not something I would like keep coming back to uh, afterwards because I think they had some DLC or some online. It's mm -hmm. not something I would want to keep going playing online. But it, it was a, a really funny story, and uh, yeah, man, if, if uh, anyone's a fan of, of uh, humor in uh, Mario games and and any kind of uh, stra strategy versus action. Um, that's a really good one to pick up. Yeah, and I misspoke. It's not 50% off. It's 75% off. So that really? should make it even... Yeah, it's $20 right now. It's $19.99, which is... Oh, man. I mean, that's a great, great game. And this is not just the gold... Or not the, the regular edition, but the gold edition. So it's got all of the, you know, all of the extra stuff in it. Uh, regularly $80, and now it's 20 So that's pretty... That's a pretty awesome buy. I don't think I have all the extra content. I, I've I've got the the physical version, but uh, yeah. So those are those are really cool. Uh, another one that uh, that's very interesting to me that I will never play, but uh, you know you you may be a glutton for punishment. But Dark Souls Remastered is also forty percent off, 
which uh, which is twenty four dollars. It's a that's a that's an amazing game though. And Luke, I, I think that that might be something that you might be interested in. Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, I haven't actually picked up or played any of the Dark Souls games, which. I'm I'm someone that really likes uh, very challenging or difficult games because, like you said, some of us are gluttons for punishment, and I, I guess I'm one. So uh, I think that would be up my alley. And um, you said it was only twenty four bucks. Is is it just uh, which 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 Dark Soul uh, game is it, or is it just one of them? Or I, I haven't looked into it. Uh, Dark Souls Remastered. So I I don't know much about the Souls games. The only one that I I started to look into is Bloodborne for the PlayStation. Uh, until I realized that it was a Souls game, and then I was like, no, I'm out. I'm, I'm not messing around with that. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're notoriously difficult, man. So I, I think I might do that. I might do it this summer because I'm, I'm, I'm actually not in school right now, so I have a little extra time. So that might just be the perfect thing to get into. Yes. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Um, so yeah, so, so check out the eShop. Tons of great deals on games. Uh, again, there's some stuff that's on... Uh, on very deep discount that uh, if there are games that you missed along the way, it's definitely the time to pick those things up. So moving on, uh, Capcom. We're we're just talking about deals today. We're, we're trying to save the tr- trying to save the listeners money and give them something to do while they're uh, stuck inside the house. But uh, another uh, company that's doing a, a very very big discount is Capcom, and Capcom is discounting a lot of the Resident Evil games. In fact. Uh, Resident Evil, Resident Evil 4 and 5, which I don't recommend 5, highly recommend 4, uh, are marked down from uh, $30 to $20, and the original Resident Evil remake is 15 So if you're into Resident Evil, which I am, I definitely would highly recommend picking up Resident Evil 4. In fact, I, I might do that and do another playthrough of it. I played that game, I want to say I played that game about four or five times already all the way through so wow. so luke when when so, you give me a hard Casey, time yeah sorry to interrupt yeah, but no, uh, or d- i digress here but wh- why would you not pick up five and pick up four instead so so resident evil 4 is regarded as probably one of the best resident evil games if not the best resident evil game and maybe even one of the best survival horror games of all time uh it is a, a very cool story i i recommend looking into it because I don't want to spoil any piece of it for anybody. It's it's mostly regarded as the best in the series. Now, my thoughts differ a little bit. I'm a huge Resident Evil 2 fan. Uh, Resident Evil 2 was the my first taste of survival horror. It was the uh, it was the gateway drug, if you will, that that got me into really, really getting into survival horror. Um, so that one will always be my favorite. I love the Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, on the PS4, I thought that was amazing. Uh, I, I I just love that game. But but four, I can I can totally understand why it's regarded so highly. Resident Evil Five took a little bit of a different turn. Resident Evil Five went a little a little too actiony. Uh, it, not scary enough. Not scary enough. It was more run and gun. I think uh, because Call of, of Duty was kind of at the height at that moment. So I I think the they they were trying to steer it in a little bit of a more actiony type situation, and then Resident Evil Six kind of followed suit. Um, it wasn't until Resident Evil Seven, most recently, and I think uh, you, you, I, and a, and another friend, we played through about ten minutes of that, and you guys were like, 
F oh, no. this. <laughs> it was. Well, you wanted me to put on the VR helmet and everything. Well, I, I'm like, I, dude, I, I, I can't even the VR. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. There, there's got to be some kind of stipulation if I if I'm gonna do something crazy like that. I'm I'm just dead scared of those games, man. Resident Evil, yeah, even just like things popping up at me, man. I I can't I can't do it. Am I remembering right? It was seven that we that we played that one time at uh I think it was at either at your house or or at our at our friend's house. Yes. Yeah. I, I and, think your memory your memory's correct. And there. it was about <laughs> it was I don't know maybe it was about ten minutes and 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 mind you for any of you that are uninitiated into the survival horror genre, Resident Evil Seven wasn't just a return to form for for the RE series, it was a full on reinvention of it and the first i would i would say about the first four hours of resident evil 7 are immensely terrifying and not not just when you play in the console but if you if you have the courage to strap on a vr headset and play it it is exponentially scarier so i i highly why, rec- why do you do that to yourself <laughs> I, don't I, I don't i don't get it <laughs> i grew up on horror movies you know i i love horror movies um uh, my my brother loved horror movies. We love watching those together. Um, when I got my first taste of a survival horror video game in in Resident Evil Two, that was that was the first time that a game made me experience fear, which is which is interesting. And you know, I think that's something that kept you coming back. Well, yeah. I mean, I would say the same thing for music. Right? The I can I can recall the first time I heard a song and it scared me. And and I lo- I loved it, you know. After I processed it and, and understood what was, uh, you know, what I was listening to, I, I had to go back, and that's really what got me into rock and, and metal. Was uh, initially it, it that that type of music scared me. It was it was really uh, it was different, you know. It was different from what I had I had heard. But Resident sure. Evil was the same thing. It was the first time where I'm sitting playing a game in, in broad daylight, and I'm I'm like actually getting nervous. And that and that was really cool. It's 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 interesting that that uh, that the medium had had come to a point where it could actually make you feel a different thing uh, from just you know you know and, and joy. But I didn't really understand that I was feeling joy at the time when I was playing games like Super Mario Three or even the original Legend of Zelda, where I was just like I was happy while I was playing these games. I didn't really process it as such until I had another emotion hit me from playing a different type of game. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. These things actually make me feel something. And that's, and that was really cool. So I digress, but, uh, definitely, um, if you're into the, uh, the survival horror genre and you haven't played or purchased any of these games yet for the, for the switch, now is the time. Or if you just like peeing your pants, or if you like peeing your pants, (laughs) Hey, you know what? I, I can't blame you for Resident Evil Seven. That game, that game had me on pins and needles the first time I played, it. and I'm and I'm a veteran of the of the genre. But yeah, well, not everyone's got uh, you know the the bravery of, of <laughs> Mr. Casey over here. I don't here, know so. if it's bravery. I think it's uh, just callous. Well, uh, whatever. <laughs> so any anyways, let's move anywho. on. <laughs> so so some news came out this week that uh, Switch consoles were back in stock at Best Buy. And when I went to look at them, I found all of the ones that I didn't want. So particularly, I'm looking for a Switch Lite console in the teal color. And 
Best Buy seemed, so I, seemed to have that's not interesting. That one. <laughs> that's interesting because I, I thought the Switch Lite was the one console for, for the Switch that wasn't out. I, I heard like all the normal Switch, like the Switch 2.0, the you know the updated Switch, and then it, it was just the Switch Lite that you could buy for a while. So they actually sold out of the Switch Lite too. Oh yeah, Switch Lite has been uh, very very difficult to find. In fact. Uh, looking at it right now, just so we can stay right up to the minute, Best Buy only has the Animal Crossing Bundle Switch Lite in gray. It's the only one that's available right now. Hmm. The, so is that the gray one with the Pokemon on it? That, no, no, that's, that's, that's not the cool. Zacian or... Um, I, I shouldn't have even tried to say it because the Pokemon fans just, are going to slay me. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> but uh, no, it's not the special edition Pokemon one, which my... Son reminds me every day that that's the one he wants. It's just the gray, oh. just the straight, like dark gray. Yeah, poor kid. Well, he can keep dreaming. I heard that there was but, there was some uh, there were some Pokemon special edition Switch lights available through GameStop, but they were only of the used variety. They weren't uh, they weren't oh. the brand new ones. Yeah, you don't want that. You want a brand new one. You need to peel the plastic off to really enjoy it. You know, I, you don't enjoy something until you peel the plastic off of it. I'm kind of weird too. I I keep the boxes for everything I get for Nintendo stuff. Well, you're just a hoarder, though. Is uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, just I haven't bought any toilet paper. That's no. Um, but well, that's that's not a bad thing. Yeah. To no. 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 I. I. Um. I just keep the boxes. I, I don't know why. I think um, when I started uh, collecting retro, you know, the complete and box stuff was always selling for more money. And I always think, well, if I ever sell this stuff, you know, it'd be cool to have the box with it. But then I, I also remember that I, that I uh, promised myself that I wasn't actually going to sell anything for the Switch, given that this is, this is my kid's first console, more or less. I wanted to keep the uh, the original box and everything so, you know, 20, 30 years from now when they're, you know, trying to launch a podcast like we are, uh, they they have all of that stuff complete and, and they can recall all the cool memories growing up and stuff like that. So, yeah, I guess yeah. I'm a hoarder. <laughs> no, well, I know that's really cool from a collector's point of view. That's actually like it's a really some really solid reasoning there. And hopefully when your kids are older, there's still our podcast. We can only... We can only hope. Right. There's probably some but... <laughs> sort of virtual, like, yeah, there, there'll be some cool stuff. Or or this is the end of the world. It's uh, 2020. Oh, don't and... say that. <laughs> I mean, you know, you never know. Don't say know, that. So... I've already doom and gloomed yeah. us enough with the fire talk, you know. I know. Yeah. I'm, I, I, <laughs> we have plenty of video games to play. We got the AC. We're doing just we're, fine. We're good. We're good here in the desert, man. We're staying cool. So yeah, so that's uh, that's it with the Nintendo Switch consoles. If you're trying to get one, uh, check out Best Buy, and if not, then just uh, just have the alerts sent to you from Amazon, and and then you'll have one soon enough. But uh, I would caution people not to go out into the used market because people still are scalping and uh, charging exorbitant prices for switches and switch lights. So so yeah. So with that, um, let's go ahead and get on to the big news of the week. Let's let's talk about the uh, the PS5 news. So, you know the the this week is particularly difficult for me because I am a huge E3 fan. Um, I've been to E3. E3 is like my Super Bowl, right? My my wife gives me some time. She jump she jumps out of the house. 
she lets me watch the whole thing and and I just have myself a little E3 party. And this year I wasn't able to do it obviously with recent events and and uh also just just kind of E3's been struggling a little bit. I I kind of saw the the cancellation coming. Um but uh, I I'm glad they made the decision to do that and you know in light of everything that was going on, but still doesn't make this week any easier for us. But Sony came through in a big way and dropped some huge news for us that kind of filled that that E3 void for me. So uh, this week, Sony released all of the information and some of the launch titles for the PS5. And um, I was able to watch this uh, yesterday after work because unfortunately it was in the middle of our work day that, that we had to watch it. But uh, Luke, did you get a chance to check this out? Yeah, I checked it out briefly. I, I didn't re watch every second of the uh, trailers, um, but I saw I saw a good chunk of it. So, yeah, it was, I mean, just looking at the pictures of the PS5 alone were enough to have my jaw drop open a little bit and go, wow, that's, that's pretty sleek. That's looking pretty cool. And <laughs> I could see how the consumerism might circulate throughout the world, and this might generate some uh, some excitement. So... It definitely did with me. Um, I, I thought it was kind of interesting that there was the discless option on the PS5. Oh, I saw yeah. that there was yep. the, you could get it with the disc or no disc. I would think it's a pretty ballsy move to get it without the disc because then you kind of, you're, you're devoted to not getting any hard copies of games. And then it's, it's probably not like the, um, the switch where you just have the SD card and you kind of are stuck with just that SD card. Um, you can probably expand your memory a little easier on the PS5, but yeah, I mean, so I, if I got one, I would definitely get it with with the disc, and and I I, pl I plan on you know holding on to my money for a little bit and see what other games they have. But from what they've revealed thus far, it, it's I mean, it's a fair amount, and a fair amount of it looks pretty pretty stellar, and and it I feel like they showed a lot of showed off a lot of what the PS5 can do. With, with some of these trailers of the games. Like, um, for example, uh, I saw Ratchet and Clank where they were actually warping between different um, dimensions or different worlds. And um, it was a seamless jump from environment to environment where normally in these kind of games where you go from world to world or you're going from one uh, map to another, there's a loading screen. Well, th there was no loading screen. It was an instant teleportation from from place to place so it just goes um, to show you how powerful this ps5 is going to actually be um, so just that alone kind of has me pretty excited um, not I, I'm not a big ratchet and clank fan necessarily but that I mean that game looks pretty cool and it, and, and what the, the hardware can do looks pretty cool um, was there any games that stuck out to you in particular Casey that uh, you're excited for out of the list that we saw well honestly yeah, I mean the only the only game that I can really talk about, given the the tangents and spiels I've went on thus far in the show, is uh, Resident Evil Eight. Oh my gosh, man! I'm so excited for that. <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> yeah, for that game. Be. I mean, there is some. I don't. Again, I don't want to spoil it for for the listeners, so I I highly recommend going and watching the trailer for it. But man, it looks so cool. I I'm just. It, it's called. Um, it's called Village, and I love how they find a way to throw the number of the game in the title. So Village uh, being V-I-L-L, they throw 
they make it look like an eight, right? And it looks so cool. And then, and then Resident Evil pops up and you're like, yeah, that was, that's an E3 moment for me. You know, I love it when, when these developers and these, uh, these companies can, can do something with a trailer like that, that just makes you just kind of cheer out loud. And that's, that's why I always say E3 is my Super Bowl because there's always moments like that. And that was, that was the E3 moment for me. It was when, when I got to see Resident Evil 8, where I was like, you know, that, that was one of those moments where I wanted to film myself doing a reaction video. Cause it, I'd be like standing on my chair and going, Oh, what's that? What's that? You know, just, just acting crazy about <laughs> it, you know? And I, I love that. Uh, Gran Turismo. That's awesome. Gran Turismo looks beautiful. Gran Turismo looks amazing. I'm not going to play it. I've played enough Gran Turismo games, um, but I would have loved to play it. Horizon looks amazing. It always did. The other game I'm really interested in and, and excited for is not actually a game, but an expansion, but that's the Spider-Man Miles Morales story. I loved uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales as Spider-Man is my favorite Spider-Man. I loved what they did with that. I love what they did with the trailer of this. I'm super excited to play it. I'm sorry to say I did not play the Spider-Man on the PS4 uh, because Ooh. yeah, I know because the, my PS4 died and I didn't have, I don't have a yeah. PS4 anymore. And well, see, at least you have that as a good excuse. I still have a PS4 and I've heard amazing things about the Spider-Man oh, game, maybe being one of the best games, you know, up there with horizon zero dawn and God of war. And, um, and I've only played one of those out of those three. Those are probably some of the top three on, on the PS4 as far as a, oh, yeah. especially a single, single player campaign. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, I mean, I've heard great things about it, so I, I can't, ex- I, I wouldn't expect anything, but more, more greatness, um, from a add on to that, to that game. Greatness awaits. Good, good, uh, good tag in there, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So, um, it was funny cause you rent, you mentioned ratchet and clank and I am not at all interested in that game, but it looks gorgeous. It looks absolutely gorgeous. And um, I might actually have to play it because it looks really good. Uh, another one that looks good is um, Oddworld. Uh, I played Abe's Odyssey, and I, I had a hard time connecting with it. But uh, again, just to, just visually stunning. All of this stuff is just visually stunning. Even the the design of the console is is stunning. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna go ahead and say that I'm I'm most likely going to get a PlayStation over an Xbox. I'm 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 about ninety eight percent sure unless unless Xbox drops some serious exclusives, um, you know, uh, Hellblade two looked really really cool for for Xbox that really showed off um, not just the 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 gaming powerhouse capability of the system but also the new Unreal Engine five which uh, they used for for Hellblade two. But that's going to be pretty standard. I think that devs are going to be using uh, Unreal Five for for a lot more things going forward. But but you really got to see it flex with uh, with Hellblade Two. Unfortunately, I don't think that'll be coming to PlayStation uh, since uh, Xbox owns Ninja Theory now. But that's okay because PlayStation is yeah. going to have a lot of great exclusive titles too. And I'm really excited to see what else they're going to bring out. I'm most excited to see what they're going to do with VR though. I want to see them do something with the VR, and I know that there's there's confirmed games that are coming out for for PSVR, but uh, I I want to see some stuff. I want to see what they're going to do. I want to see a next gen VR headset. 
So those are the things that I'm most excited for with the PlayStation. Yeah, the VR thing would be really interesting to see what they do. I feel like VR is still just not quite taken off to where it is going to be going eventually. Um, but I, I just seeing how, you know the trajectory of it, you'd you'd expect something even even better than what they've they've done on the previous um, iteration of the council. Yeah. Um. So we can look, we can keep our eyes peeled for that for sure. And um, yeah, I mean, you made some really good, some really good commentary on some of these, some of these, and I, I had some of the same thoughts. The the one that I actually just kind of looked cute and charming as a more of a Nintendo uh, kind of cute and charming guy. None of the crazy Resident Evil kind of stuff for me. Um, the the game called Little Devil Inside looked kind of uh, kind of charming. Oh to yeah, me, even even though the the title kind of seems scary but it does um, yeah, it's like... cartoony but it's um the environment looks somewhat realistic or even um almost like in a similar vein to like maybe breath of the wild or something like that where um you know you kind of can get lost in the in the environment so uh, it seemed it, it struck me as something that seemed interesting um but yeah, I mean, all the games that they, they showcased, I, I, there wasn't a single one where I was like, oh, that's kind of boring. I mean, they all kind of had me just my full attention watching it. Yeah. Um, and I know at least a few friends, they said the same thing about the Gran Turismo. They were like, oh my gosh, like as a, as a racing fan, I have got to play this game. It's, it's like, it's redefining the experiment, the experience from, from what we've seen so far. So um, totally. Yeah. Just, just really exciting stuff. Um, we might even have to take another episode to, to cover some of this stuff more in detail, but for now it's just, yeah. It, oh it's yeah. Touche. Yeah, no, we'll, it's we'll good. definitely keep, we'll definitely keep up to speed on, on what's going on with PlayStation. Cause it is very interesting. And, and I would love to see, like I said, the, some of the VR stuff, but really um, I think the thing that would take me back to Xbox is if they somehow came out and said, Hey, we're going to start integrating HoloLens into what we're doing. I think that would be really, mm-hmm. really what would take me back to Xbox because it, if you look at specs to specs, it looks it looks pretty evenly matched. I think Xbox had a couple of edges and then PlayStation had a couple of edges, just like they always do. You know, it's the console wars. You know, it's it's been going on since the uh, since the early '80s. But uh, it, I love seeing the competition. But I, I really want to see what what kind of innovations come out of this this gen, right? Um, we're already seeing some awesome things happening with uh, with the controllers. Even the the PlayStation controller looks absolutely amazing. Uh, I think that one's gonna win. Sorry to say, I think it might actually uh, it might actually edge out my Pro controller that I love so much for my uh, for my Switch. But oh yeah, I you know I have the Pro controller too, and I don't think it's necessarily anything special. It's very comfortable to hold, but I've had a few little quirks and issues with it, especially with with the d-pad um mm-hmm. you know it seems like it, when you're doing like um discrete button pushes it's not an issue but if you're like rolling from like um going up to going right or left sometimes it it, it doesn't get that input if you're kind of rolling your thumb on it so you know I, I have my little issues with it but this i mean these ps5 controllers just look i mean i, I said sleek earlier but i i mean there's i don't think there's a single c- controller that looks more slick i mean it looks it looks like there's um i don't know if those buttons are 
it looks like they're not even really coming out of the controller very much. It just looks like they're drawn on. It looks looks really it cool. It does. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, as far as you're talking about um, Xbox versus um, PS5, I would say I, I, I just think PS5 has, or PlayStation in general, has better exclusives. And that's what it comes... It's always came down to that for me. Um, there was Halo for a while. And after... I mean, I feel like that kind of, I don't feel like the fan base is as strong any, anymore, but there's, there, people do remember the game. Um, but it, yeah, as far as exclusives, I, I just think the PS5 is stronger. I, would you agree with that? I, I, I feel like there's just more. I, I do, but I know that uh, a big part of E3 last year was Microsoft coming out and saying, hey, we hear you on the exclusive thing. We've acquired all of these different uh, developers and brought them into the Microsoft umbrella, and we are going to be bringing you guys some exclusives. Uh, up until then, it's always been just timed exclusives where games will come out on Xbox sooner, or you might get an extra perk for buying it on Xbox before you can get that perk on PlayStation. But uh, yeah, I, I agree 100%. I mean, games like God of War, The Last of Us, Spider-Man... Uh, those types of games are, are that are exclusive to PlayStation seem to be the differentiator, but I think this generation is going to be a little bit different in that um, Microsoft has got some serious uh, serious horsepower with their with the devs that they've been able to acquire or the studios rather they've been able to uh, to acquire. Um, just like I, I mentioned, Hellblade Two. If you go and look at the trailer for that game, it. It looks absolutely amazing. I don't know if you played um, Hellblade 1 or, or if you're familiar with the Hellblade series, but it is psychological. It's it's violent. It's very, very cool. But it's uh, it's also just very um, very visually stunning. Even for, for as, as old as it is, it still looks very, very good. But the new one, you got to look at the Hellblade 2 trailer. And it's the first game where I've looked at somebody's face. I mean, you can see it right down to the person, the the character's eye twitching. It's absolutely amazing. But will all that stuff come out on not not Hellblade necessarily, but the uh, like I said, the Unreal Engine Five stuff come out on PlayStation? Absolutely. You know that that's going to be widely used, and I I can't wait to see some of the the detail and the things that that PlayStation does. I mean, for me, it's what which uh, which system is going to run Cyberpunk better? I'm I'm so excited for Cy Cyberpunk. Uh, CD Projekt Red is it never disappoints. You know, they got The Witcher, and and if that's any testament to what Cyberpunk's going to be like, I'm I'm excited. But again, I think I think you're right with the with the exclusives that we know and love. Uh, Xbox has its uh, has its work cut out for them. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean I I've already kind of given myself to PlayStation anyways. So yeah. I'm definitely biased, but, um, that, that's my two cents on it. Yeah. So, um, why don't you, uh, take the second and break away to talking about the Nintendo ambassador program? Cause I, we, you mentioned that at the beginning and, um, yeah, I heard a thing or two about it as well. Is there any news or interest in that? Yeah. So, um, you know, there's been a little bit of, uh, of controversy going on this over the last couple of weeks here regarding the Nintendo ambassador program and what the status is of it, what's going on with it. Now the Nintendo ambassador program is, it largely varies. There's, um, there's 
content creators that are a part of this program that basically gives them you know download codes to review games sometimes they're allowed to attend events and it's all in the interest of, of furthering the nintendo brand while well, recently we heard that uh one of uh at least one of my favorite channels in, in content creators, um, Beat 'em Ups, was uh, recently cut from the uh, from the program. And if you like, you can go check out his videos and response and and everything that happened. But it seemed like there were there were a bunch of content creators that uh, might have been let go from this program for for no really established reason. And uh, that's a little confusing. Now, for folks like us that are not in the ambassador program, it doesn't affect us very much, but it's just a little bit of news and and kind of uh, interesting topic to follow. So, are you familiar yeah. with Beat 'em Ups with with that channel? Yeah, yeah. He did a video on his uh, reaction and what he thought had happened, and um, it it was it was a little. It was a little sad to see. I mean, he's felt he seemed like he was a little heartbroken about it, yeah. Um, which is understandable. He's a I seemed like a big um, Nintendo fan, huge, huge um, Nintendo fan. But yeah, yeah I, I guess um, they're very strict about. I, I, we don't know for sure if they were slapping them on the wrist for playing a modded uh, Breath of the Wild or a modded Nintendo game, or if they just wanted to cut them. I, I know one of his theories uh, from beat 'em ups was uh, that he was a liability because his face was kind of getting very closely associated with Nintendo. If he, <laughs> he made a funny analogy, actually, if he has his Jared from Subway moment, then th that'll, ca that'll cause him uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, issues. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I guess there's some, um, there's some minutia in there that, you know, the, the lawyers and, um, People can interpret what, what what's a risk and what's not, but either way, it's it's sad to see um, Nintendo let people go like that from their from their programs. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyways, to to segue away from that, Casey, I I just I was trying not to say anything, um, but I, I'm just gonna bring this up, man. I'm looking at your uh, desert level gaming uh, profile picture right now, mm -hmm. and it looks like you in a green screen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it looks like you have a full mullet in this picture. And it's just been cracking me up this that's, whole time I've been looking at it. That's my quarantine it's, haircut, it's, man. My quarantine it's haircut. Your, it's, definitely your, it's definitely your gaming chair. And, you know, because I know you don't have a mullet. But if you didn't know any better, it would just look like you have a straight up mullet, man. It's just been cracking me up this whole episode. Oh, my God. Maybe you can post a picture of that or something because that is just hilarious. I, I, I think I will. But you know what's funny? So I'm going to be yeah. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to one up you here and uh, and oh, be no. fully honest with our listeners. So I I posted a video, um, a video tutorial on how to create a green screen. And um, I did that because, well, a couple of reasons. But the main reason was I started getting some some requests for for what to do about a green screen or, or how to build one. And I I've seen some videos on on how to do it. And I went ahead and, and uh, had my own experience and, and created my own out of uh, out of poster paper. And it came out perfectly and and it served me very well and it's and it's what i'm using right now until i can afford that uh that cool uh roll up elgato uh green screen but i took a profile picture in front of the green screen and i used that for the thumbnail and um 
you know, you said I, I look like I have a mullet. My mother called me and told me I look like Jar Jar Binks from Star Wars in front of this wow. in front of the green screen. And I'm just like, I don't know what that means. I don't know how to process that. I see it. Oh, no, I no, you it. don't. It's like he, no, you, you have don't. those big, the, the mullet is those big floppy Jar Jar no. Binks ears. Oh, come on, man. You're not supposed to agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, I, I mean, it's either, it's it's the mullet or Jar Jar Binks. I, I guess the mullet's a little I'll better. I'll go with so. the mullet because I don't want to look like a space alien from a movie that everybody <laughs> hated. Yeah. Well, you should you should definitely post this. This is pretty pretty funny. That's but awesome. anyways, I, I thought I'd bring it up. Uh, oh, <laughs> I just couldn't stop laughing to, to myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at least you can get to sleep. So, <laughs> Maybe. anyways, we'll uh, without further ado, Casey, do you want to wrap this one up? Well, well, um, actually, before we do, I wanted to see Uh-oh. how you're progressing through Super Mario Three. I I've noticed you've been putting a little bit of time into it. I see you. Uh, oh, I see you online yeah. on the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay, yeah, definitely, definitely a topical thing to talk about. So last week we talked about our favorite underrated Mario enemies, and Casey brought up the infamous what was it pile driver micro goomba yeah <laughs> and i i was like scratching my head and i saw it i'm like yeah that looks somewhat familiar but i haven't played through super mario 3 and so uh ashamed i went and i started playing it because it's free on um if you have a switch online membership and so i started playing it with my wife and she's actually much better than at, at, at than me because she played it when she was younger and i hadn't really okay. and okay yeah yeah and those pile driver those dirty dirty <laughs> pile driver micro goombas man you you're like they don't really do anything they just kind of sit there <laughs> no they jump they, they jump they yeah they they screw me over every time casey Are you serious? I, I i i get there and then like oh, my first instinct is to jump jump over an enemy but then there's i don't know if there's some rng or that i just don't have the timing right at all but they'll jump right as I'm jumping and I'll hit the, their stupid little Goomba feet. <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't think they're underrated anymore. Yeah. I think, I think you did a, I mean, yeah, yeah they'll get you. You gotta be careful. <laughs> well, I, I think they, I guess they are underrated, but yeah, I, geez, man, I, those are the bane of my existence. So I, I'm, I think I'm up to world, um, five right now already, which is pretty that good. Is really good. Cause four, four, I always struggled with. Yeah, I think I'm on five. Um, it, I don't know. We're, there's a big world, and then I'm after that. So I don't know if that's four or five. Yeah, the, is the is the um, big four was I believe four was the big world, and that's the one that I I always had that hard the hardship. Okay, maybe, maybe I'm on four then because I'm like just finishing that one up. Yeah. And yeah, it's um the ice one's a lot of it's fun difficult. Too. Yeah, the, I don't think I've gotten to the ice no, one I yet. I think that one's so, six. I, yeah, no spoilers here, but yeah, I, I think now that you mentioned it, I'm on. I must be just finishing four, and and that one is actually difficult. There's a couple levels there that I struggled with, and I'm still finishing the last um, airship level or what, Bowser, uh, Bowser's minions level. It's weird because it's not. I forget on that one. It's always Bowser's minions that you fight more often than compared to Bowser, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a really good game. I just wish I was better at it. I just feel like the friction in it or something is a little bit off compared to what I normally play as my 
bread and butter is uh, Super Mario World. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a little less friction. So I always think I'm about, I'm still going to stop by, you know, hanging the, hanging the direct, the D-pad direction the other way, just a little less, but I keep going, I keep sliding and it's been screwing me up for the majority of uh, this week when I've been playing it. Yeah. So yeah, I, geez, man, I, I hope I get through this one without, uh, getting too upset about it but my, my wife is really helping <laughs> well, she me can through help it you through, yeah yeah but yeah man um it's a great game and i'm, I'm glad i uh can finally understand how underrated those micro pile driver what pile driver micro goombas pile driver, yeah, micro. how underrated yep. they are <laughs> exactly exactly well no that's good that's good to hear i'm, I'm glad you're uh, making your way through it um Keep uh keep us up to date on how you'll probably have it beat by next week. I I, I know you. You're good at games. You're gonna we'll see. You're gonna get through it. That or that or your wife is going to because if if I end up buying Dark Souls here though, then then I'll just drop it completely. Well, see, then then you got to do some well, real playthrough because I want to see I want to see a reaction to uh the the horror aspect of the game, but also I want to see how well you do against these very difficult games because. That's something I've always admired in you is that you're you're amazing at video games and that's uh it's cool to watch. I like watching people that are that are really good at playing games. You're you're gonna you're gonna give me a big head here, Casey. I can't. There's there's all these speedrunners and everything else online. I'm 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 just an average video game player here, just <laughs> okay. like everyone else. So, anyways, um, yeah, man, I I I hopefully will be able to get some uh, footage out if I if I end up actually picking that one up and um i gotta get my setup working actually because I, I don't have i have a just my cell camera but um i'd like to get a full setup but yeah um that would be cool if i could get some uh some footage that'd out. be really cool but yeah yeah i would so cool well uh i think that about takes us through the show so thank you all for joining us in the desert level uh we will be back next week we'll be talking about uh some uh, some great things, and we will be bringing some shows on, or some shows on. We'll be bringing some uh, some guests on uh, very soon here. In the next couple of weeks, we'll have some content creators and some tournament organizers joining us. So, with that, you can find us at our Discord, which the link will be posted in the show notes below. And uh, as I said earlier, on Twitch.tv/slash Desert Level KC and YouTube.com/slash Desert Level Gaming. If you enjoyed the podcast, you want to join in the conversation, please leave us a comment. Uh, we are on iTunes and all of your other favorite podcast platforms. But we could definitely use the uh, the five-star rating if you enjoyed the show and uh, join the conversation. Talk to us. Tell us what you think. What would you like to hear us cover? We're all ears, and we're happy to bring you in. And uh, with that, stay cool, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode.